Hello and welcome to Generation Mix. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs the dad's been making for the son for the last four years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And we're not going to actually be doing what I've just said we're going to do. We're going to be listening to an entire album because this is one of our bonus episodes. This is bonus episode number three. And the album we're going to be listening to is Back to Black by Amy Winehouse from 2007. So this was a massively successful album for Amy Winehouse. It was her second album. It sold shed loads. It won Grammy Awards by the bucket load. And it's also her final album uh, because about four years later, she was found dead from a drug overdose. So there's a tinge of tragedy in this album. But we'll dive straight in and listen to it. And track one is Rehab. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no. I really liked on any of these songs, just to prepare you. Why not? Because I didn't really like any of them. You, you love Adele, don't you? Yeah. I don't think Adele would have been... The path for Adele would not have been maybe not. set without I'm, Amy Winehouse. And maybe not, and I appreciate that. But they've got a certain different style. They, like this one has... The the backing music in this always feels really jazzy that I, I don't it's a like bit, that way. Yeah, okay, fair. It's a bit jazzy or Motown-ish. Uh, there's some really clever stuff on the song Rehab. She sings the no on the no, 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 just, just off the beat. So much so that you don't actually notice it. But when you listen really carefully, you hear how clever and difficult it is to do that. And it takes the song into a kind of an even better place. It's, it's really clever. So let's move on then to track two, which is You Know I'm No Good. Was it no good, or did you think it was better than that? Nah. Nah. It's going to be coming back in a lot oh. in this album, I think. Are we, why? I didn't like it when I listened to it this morning. I like every track on this album. I, I think it's a phenomenally good album. I don't like that kind of style. But surely you can kind of judge it on the strength of the songs, even if you don't like the style. Nah. I'm just, it's supposed to be how much I like it. I suppose it is how much you like it. Well, the next song's got a fair bit of swearing in it, so I bet you like that. Uh, 
It's oh, no. me and Mr. Jones. I must admit, actually, having said that, I liked every track on this one. This one, I'm not that keen on. I like the feel of it because I quite like jazz music and Ella Fitzgerald kind of stuff. Well, the next song we're rattling through, this is probably going to be a very short episode, is Just Friends. Oh, step up at last. Um, at last, we had okay, meh, meh, okay. Still a step up. At last. Well, ju- just friends is, is it's a nice jazz style song. Except, of course, you've already said you don't like jazz. I'm hoping that the next couple of tracks land better with you because I think they're the best ones on the album. The first one in particular. There's a really good story which I might. Um, tell you when we've listened to a little bit of it. It's the title track, Back to Black. Better than you were going to think it was. Back to Black's a phenomenal song. So the the story behind the recording of that is they recorded the music the night before and she just split up with her boyfriend at the time. And she went in and in a single take the following day in the morning recorded those lyrics that didn't exist when they recorded the music. And it's a fantastic song. It was, so she made up it the was lyrics a, on the spot? Pretty much. It, it, and, and produced what I think is an enduring classic. I mean, it's a brilliant song, Back to Black. I don't know whether I like it as much as Back in Black by ACDC. Back in Black, Back in Black, Back in Black. Thank you, yes. I prefer that one. So we're roughly halfway through. The album's a winner for me, but it might not be for you. So let's find out. Love is a loser today.
No. Oh, cross now. <laughs> oh, you're winding no. me up. You're winding no, me up. I'm not. After what I did to you last episode. I'm, not. I'm actually not. I'm actually not. I'm being serious. That was a myth. Love is a losing game. It's a lovely song. Well, I say lovely song. It's a sad song, but it's a really nice song. Oh, the choice for this episode was between this and Carol King's Tapestry. I and mean, you're making me wish we'd done Tapestry now instead. <laughs> but then you'd I probably been, I don't like her voice on Tapestry. I don't like Carol King. <laughs> well, in between uh, tracks, you mentioned that there's only one that you actually really like. And it's this next one, which is Tears Dry on Their Own. I knew I had them at my match, but every moment we get snatched. I don't know why I got so attached. It's my responsibility You don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no capacity He walks away The sun goes down He takes the day But I'm grown And in your way In this blue shade My tears dry on their own I don't understand That one's okay But it sounds an awful lot like Um Ain't no mountain high enough. Here's the thing, it's based on that. In fact, they sampled the uh, opening bars of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Stealing! It's not stealing. Look, if, it, if, they had, if they had stolen it, then, then, then it wouldn't be credited to the writers of that song, which is Ashford and Simpson. It's so re- still stealing. It's not stealing, it's sampling. Quite frankly, without sampling, you wouldn't have half the music you listen to, like Alan Walker or whatever. They sample. Yeah, they don't sample other- entire tunes, though. She hasn't sampled the entire She's basically tune. taken the backing music and put different words over it. What's wrong with that? Stealing! It's not stealing. She credit. It's only be stealing if she didn't credit them, and she does. Stealing is something like My Sweet Lord by George Harrison which he was sued over for sounding too much like a song called He's So Fine by the Chiffons. And he was sued over that and lost. And it, it's stealing is when it's not credited to somebody else. But do you like the song? Meh. Ain't No Mountain High Enough is better. Actually, I disagree. I, I prefer... I do, I do prefer Tears Dry On Their Own to Ain't No Mountain High. So... Well, I... Beg don't. to differ. Well, let's move on now. And... The next track, track eight, is Wake Up Alone. That everyone gets just disappears soon as the sun sets. This feels in my dreams, sees in my guts. He, he floods me with dread. soul, he swims in my Keen on the slower ones, are you? No. <laughs> Again, I like it. I I think the the album as a whole hangs together really well, but it's just not landing with you, is it? Nope. We really should have done Tapestry. <laughs> you got felt the earth move if we didn't. Well, tapestry. next next time because next time's my turn. Track nine. Yep. Summon holy war. 
What's your withering assessment, Joel? That was probably the worst one so far. <sighs> this is going quick, isn't it? So we just move on then? Yeah. He can only hold her. So sorry, listeners. He's been so almost unremittingly negative throughout this. That's because nineteen is better. It is not. Look, Literally, just chasing pavements is better than the entire album. Adele acknowledges so, the debt she owes to this woman. I don't care. And the record industry acknowledges that she blazed the trail for things like Adele. We wouldn't have I don't twenty-one. Care. We wouldn't have twenty-five. And no. The album 19 is not better. And neither One is Chasing Pavements. Chasing Pavements uh, is a good song. Is better, no, it's not. It's better than it. It's not. It doesn't even well, let, need the rest of the brilliant songs. Well, let, let's round this out. Let's finish this off. And the last track on the album is Addicted. So let's hear Addicted. So that was Addicted, the final track of the album. Uh, that was more, okay. It was a little bit was, more upbeat, so yeah. That's probably why you actually quite liked it, because you're shallow. <laughs> well, this hasn't been as enjoyable an experience for you as I was hoping it might be, but we're going to listen to a bonus track. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. So I've got the deluxe edition that comes with the bonus CD, but you need to hear one of these, and it will be only one of them, okay? Okay. Well, since I come home, well, my body's been a maggot, and I miss your tender hip and the way you like the daggers. Won't you come on over? Stop making a fool out of me. Yeah, she didn't write that. 
Didn't think so. So that's a cover version that she and Mark Ronson did. I of, didn't think so. Of Valerie by the Zootons. Okay. I included that because that was... It's it's on the bonus CD, and actually, I had a feeling you would decide that you liked that out of everything else the most. Yeah, Man. and also, there are way more songs that are good on 19 than there are on that. Disagree. Daydreamer. Disagree. Chasing Pavement. Disagree. Cold Shoulder. Make You Feel My Love and Hometown Glory are all great. And I would say Rehab, You Know I'm No Good, Back to Black, Love is a Losing Game, Tears Dry on Their Own. Addicted are all great. So just to kind of wrap this up, a little bit of the background of what happened after this album. So the final track, Addicted, turned out to be a prediction for the rest of her life. So she became addicted to substances, to drugs, that kind of stuff. She had a, a very fractious and problematic relationship and ultimately a marriage with Blake Field, a civil. And so she joined the 27 Club, which have you, have you heard about that? Mm. So yeah, that, that's that artists who have died at the age of 27. People like Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, I believe Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols died at 27. And a lot of them, it's related to alcohol, I only drugs, abuse one and stuff. Of them. This mythologised age at which artists with huge amounts of potential seem to have died. And it's a bit of a myth, really. But, yeah, the, the, the 27 Club. You if, you in, if, if you're interested more of the detail of what went into the creation and recording this album, I'd recommend listening to another podcast called McCartney and Goal. And they do an episode of their podcast about this album where they pit songs against each other to pick a favourite in like a World Cup knockout style. On that downbeat note, we're going to end the podcast there. Thank you very much for listening. Just remind you, I've got a YouTube channel called Pock and Rop. She features in my top albums of the noughties, this very album, because I do like it, despite what you think, Joel. Joel, you too have a YouTube channel people might want to check out. Fox Eating Nuggets Gaming. We'll be back on our normal schedule on the next episode. Listen out for the musical clue. You've already had it two weeks, but you get another listen to it again to work out who we're listening to in two weeks' time. I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm hoping, as we did with the Paul Heaton one, that you've done a little bit of a kind of 180 in your assessment of this artist. You'll find out who that is in a fortnight's time. But until then, thank you very much for listening. This is Generation Mix signing off. Bye. Bye. Generation Mix. Until then, thanks very much for listening. This is Pock and Rob signing off. No, it's not. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we just do that ending again? We're leaving that in. I'm digging that out. Leave it in. <laughs> Leave it in. I might put it in after the uh, musical clip. <laughs> <laughs>